as anybody. soon as we hit it, they're screaming in the background. I was about to say, I don't know if anybody heard Michael just yodel, but that that happened. My neighbors are now testing out their garage door opener to make sure that it's working. I promise they are. Perfect. Um, right. I don't know they'll, why. They'll start landscaping outside now. <laughs> just because <laughs> we started recording, so everyone make noise. Do not. <laughs> do not speak that into existence. That is... <sighs> How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm fully. But you know why I'm good? Yeah, I know why you're good. I wish I was this good. Tell tell the world why you're good. No, well, well I'm going to do that in a second. First, I'm doing oh, okay. First, I'm doing an ad. We don't mm-hmm. have ad reads on our podcast we Crime don't. Culture. We don't have ad reads. With Caitlin, that's Caitlin and me. I'm Caitlin. Uh, I received Haley. an incredible box yesterday. What did um, you receive? I received a box of what? The biggest Anthrax. box of candles <gasps> I have oh, ever right. seen in my entire life. I was so excited. It was like Christmas. Um, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, we uh, have worked with Cosmic Green Candles before, mm-hmm. and we continue to do that now. And uh, she sent us a bunch of incredible scents. We have lemon ginger uh we have uh jasmine moss my personal favorite is rosemary sage i could literally like just die in a a bed of this rosemary sage candle that's Um, a garfunkel right there yes it's half half simon and garfunkel so half parsley sage rosemary and thyme so it's a garfunkel okay great okay yeah (laughs) it smells incredible okay stop (laughs) It smells incredible. All of them smell incredible. We also got the mm-hmm. um, the spooky discovery set, which is three little tins of candles that are perfect for the Halloween spooky season. Um, oh. Could not recommend Cosmic Green Candles anymore. Uh, I don't think uh, I am even their biggest fan. It's Elliot, my husband, El- yeah, <laughs> who huffed each candle as i opened them and said that they were like a drug it's a drug it's a drug he says <laughs> it's true the boy loves his smells he absolutely loves the candles i remember last time we worked with cosmic green mm-hmm. candles he himself went off and bought a, a pallet of candles yes yes i remember again. this because you it's happening again he says panic yeah um so if you've been listening to this podcast we don't do ads on here really like we only have we're only doing Nobody ads. talk about best fiends no we're only doing ads for stuff that we really care about believe and we in. really believe in and we really agree with and cosmic green candles is that cosmic green candles yes. are fantastic you peruse Incredible the website quality. uh there's a little card in there when you get one of the candles that is candle care do you know mm-hmm. that you need to burn the candle so that it is all wet all uh I wet do. wax on the top so to avoid tunneling i know that but if you're a candle novice maybe you don't know that tunneling is a huge problem for candles so Mm -hmm. and you're not supposed to burn the candle for more than four hours which i have done many times oh oh i didn't know that and i yeah exactly well with cosmic green candles it is on the little card that you get with each candle so you will Mm -hmm. uh increase your candle knowledge there's incredible smells on here uh, I am personally offended that the apple peppercorn is sold out on the website. As soon as that comes back in Ooh. stock, I will be getting that. I don't even know what it smells like, but I want it. 
because it's, it sounds incredible. Apple peppercorn. Yeah. It's right there in the name, Hale. It is. So go to CosmicGreenCandles.com. Do we have a promo code? I don't know if we do. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. We will see if we will get one. Uh, but in the meantime, go to Cosmic Green Candles. Uh, incredibly priced candles. $12 for an absolutely beautiful candle. Wood wicks, by the way. Let me tell you that. Oh, and the best. all of their packaging is recyclable. So, Ooh. again, can't say enough good things about Cosmic Green Candles. We will continue to promo them throughout our spooky season. Mm-hmm. And we will. To kick this off, this is the first episode of Spooktober. Spooktober 2023. Did you hear my stomach just go? Yeah, your stomach is as excited for Spooktober. I was about to say, she's ready. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also ready because this is one that I've personally looked forward to. Um, We joked about doing it for a while. Yes. And Um, let me preface this just right up top. This is dumb. Okay. (laughs) You don't need to comment that this is stupid. You don't need to comment that this is off brand. <laughs> this is Spooktober. We're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Best. Well, yeah. but I like that typically we start these at the tops of these episodes with, hey, warning, this is really like fucked up. This is really yeah, uh, trigger warning. dark. Yes. Yeah. No, apparently this is just stupidity warning. Well, I'm just I'm just ready for people to be like, this is a dumb idea. And it is. I fully agree or, with you. Or what is this the best the idea best that we've idea? ever had? Yeah. We don't know. We're about so, to find out. You're going to find out at the same time we do. We do. This could be a, a disaster. But I will say this could be I had so podcast. much fun prepping this. I'm Now, see, that's to me, that's what matters is yeah. that you're having fun. And I know that I'll have fun because I love you. And you are, it, to me at least a a fun person to be with when you're stoned mm-hmm. um you're a fun person to be with when you're sober too you don't have to like do a drug to have a good time but i have a good time when you do a drug yeah so today um i have not done a drug for the record this is just my personality unfortunately <laughs> so one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is too scary didn't watch where Mm -hmm. the three lovely hosts will um go through a horror movie just scene by scene and explain it to you so if you're too afraid to watch a horror movie you can listen to them and you still know everything that happens i love perfect it's a perfect caitlin move a perfect caitlin podcast um and it's even more fun when you've actually seen the movie and um, because one person watches it and then tells the other two about it like i'm going to be telling to you Um, so this is in the style of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Uh, they usually do scarier movies. This is a B, uh, like a B thriller. Okay. Is it a good movie? Meh. It's fine. <laughs> I liked it. Winning praise. Okay. But here's the thing. So I watch movies to just be entertained. I'm not watching yeah. it to say like, oh, this acting is incredible or, oh, this cinematography is incredible. Sometimes... The use of color symbolizes. that'll, like, pop out. But, like, I'm just watching a movie to just fucking zone out. I'm not trying to, like, critique a movie. So I like this movie. There's going to be a bunch of people that didn't. But Do we have, like, a Haley version of an IMDb score? Well, I do have an IMDb score. First of all... No, a Haley version. 
Yeah, sure. I'll I'll get to that. But your score. First of all, we're all over the place. Uh, what I did is I got high and I watched this movie and, and I got a uh, motorcycle apparently. Yeah, and I went through and uh, described it scene by scene so Caitlin doesn't have to watch it. And um, now I'm going to tell you about it. If you have a movie that you would like me to do in the future, um, comment. I would love tell us. I would love personally to hear Haley do the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but that's not like a like even a, no, like a scarier thriller. About it. That's true. You're so but passionate would, about it that I would love to hear her sister was a witch, bro. Like we did an episode on the Wizard of Oz and like the did. cursed like movie set. I can't find it in our list right now, but it is there. So mm-hmm. you can listen to that if you want to hear me talk about the Wizard of Oz. But this is fall it came out in 2022 it was released august 12th by lionsgate it has an 80 percent on rotten tomatoes 79 percent uh audience score 83 percent google score and a 6.4 out of 10 on imdb it is like i said it is uh, like a thriller it's not really a horror movie it's rated pg-13 specifically for language intense peril and bloody images there's like a couple of like 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 scary parts but mostly it's just like uh nausea inducing oh great. in terms of like if you're afraid of heights obviously you're not gonna want to watch this movie okay that's well a good it's called fall <laughs> well yeah but maybe it's about autumn we don't know Ugh, i'm gonna I'm going to make you real bummed out if you thought that that's what this Turns was about. Turns out we know. Um, yeah, I, I did kind of think that that was something to do with it, but now I know that it's probably not. Mm-mm. The movie is 107 minutes long. The budget was $3 million, and the box office was $7.2 million in the U.S. and Canada and $21.8 million worldwide. Wow, good for it them. It made some money. Yes. Yeah. And no offense, like surprising considering I didn't hear of it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, it came out in 2022, so that is, like, after, like, major pandemic stuff, but, yeah, I didn't see it in movie theaters anywhere. No. This would have been, I don't know if I'd be able to actually see this in a movie theater, because I always think I'm not afraid of heights, but then, mm. like, watching this, the first watch through through this, I did have to pause several times and be like, okay, all right, that that's that's a lot. Yeah, I can see that, and I do enjoy with a, at least any kind of thriller, scary I, I love to pause. I prefer mm-hmm. to pause and take a breather and maybe never come back to it. Yeah. Um, but you can't really do that in the theater. I guess you could walk out, but who does that? Yeah, I don't want to do that. No. Um, so the director is Scott Mann, who also worked on Final Score, Mara, The Tournament, Precious Cargo with Bruce Willis and Mark Paul Gossler, which is... Yeah. Uh, Zach Morris and Saved by the Bell. Yes, it is. Um, and also Half Heist. Franklin with, and Bash. Yes. <laughs> uh, also Heist with Robert De Niro and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's going to come back here in a second. The cast is uh, Virginia Gardner, who was in the 2018 Halloween remake, All the Bright Places, American Horror Stories, and was a guest on The Goldbergs and Law and Order SVU. Okay. Also, Caroline... Uh, sorry, Grace Caroline Curry, who was in Annabelle Creation, Shazam, and was also a guest on Bones. Mason Gooding, who was in Scream 6, Booksmart, and Love, Victor. And also and, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Yes, yeah. 
Well, I was just talking about his accolades, not like who's he Nepo baby. Yeah, but I feel like it's notable. Like, come uh-huh. on, you hear the name you hear the name Gooding. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. And the last person in this, besides like little people that have like one like one or two lines, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is obviously in The Walking Dead, the spin-off Dead City. Uh he was in Grey's Anatomy, Supernatural, The Watchmen. He's been in a bunch of stuff. The critics' consensus of this movie is, quote, fundamentally absurd, yet as equivocally minimalist as the title, Fall is a sustained adrenaline rush for viewers willing to suspend their disbelief, end quote. And apparently, um, Rotten Tomatoes has an audience consensus now, which is, quote, as long as you don't go in expecting anything realistic, Fall is a solidly suspenseful B-movie done right. Nice. And I, th- I think that's true. I think actually both those consensuses are true like it is is it unbelievable yeah yeah it is it's fine so uh doesn't have to be believable do you know anything do you know anything of this movie can i can i make a guess based on what i know so far i'm gonna tell you the description but i want you to guess first okay so let's say you know in that 70s show how they all climb up the water tower okay yep so I'm thinking there is something like that, that there's like a water tower or a like, I don't know, fucking 5G tower because we're in the 21st century now or some shit like this. And mm-hmm. some teens, some youths, they climb up and then <clears throat> one thing leads to another and maybe somebody falls. Maybe they're like gonna fall and they're trying not to fall. But either way, we're at great heights and we're trying not to die which would typically mean falling okay that's pretty close oh so the description is quote for best friends becky and hunter life is about conquering fears and pushing limits but after they climb a 2000 sorry after they climb 2000 feet to the top of a remote abandoned radio tower they find themselves stranded with no way down now becky and hunter's expert climbing skills will be put to the ultimate test as they desperately fight to survive the elements a lack of supplies and vertigo inducing heights Uh, yeah that'll do it that'll Uh, do so you can watch this um anywhere you have a stars subscription so actually stars or you can get the add-on for like hulu sling roku amazon prime youtube tv stuff like that um and i have a little bit of trivia before we actually get into the recap i promise 15 minutes in we're actually going to get to it um so two of the producers of this film mark lane and james harris also produced what is considered the sister film with the exact opposite premise which is 2017's 47 meters down about sisters stuck in a diving cage that are running out of oxygen that stars mandy moore oh yes i love her It's great. So the 2,000-foot B-67 TV tower that Becky and Hunter climb is a real television tower. According to the director, the film uh, was based on the KXTV slash KOVR radio tower that is also known as the Sacramento Joint Venture Tower. It is a guide communication tower in Walnut Grove, California. Mm-hmm. Many base jumpers throughout the years have illegally trespassed on the property and have climbed the tower in order to jump off and parachute to the ground, which sounds fucking That's, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, also, the Walnut Grove's location has made it the site of a rare collection of very tall radio and television transmission towers. This one in particular is uh, 2,049 feet. 
And um, from that height, a fall would take approximately 16.25 seconds, which is horrifying. That's too short. I hate to think of it. Yeah. 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 So established in the movie by Hunter, um, the B-67 TV tower at 2,000 feet is taller than some of the most famous skyscrapers in the world. Wow. And I have a list here. In order from highest to lowest... Do you know what the the tallest building in the world is? Um, is it the Burj Khalifa? It is the Burj Khalifa Hell in Dubai. Yeah, this bitch it jeopardies. Is, it is two thousand seven hundred twenty two feet. Yeah. Um, followed by the Merdeka one eighteen in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, mm. at twenty two thousand two hundred and twenty seven feet. Uh, we have the Shanghai Tower, uh, just over two thousand feet. Um, the CN Tower in Toronto, Canada, which I have climbed. Oh, good uh, for you. Well, not climbed. I have taken the elevator up, That's walked fine. around the top. That's climbing. Yeah. But I've been to the top of it. It is 1,815 feet. Jesus. After that is uh, One World Trade Center, which I have not been to the top of. No, me neither. That is 1,776 feet because it needed to be 1776 for symbolism. Um, skipping down a couple, we have a couple from Taiwan, Malaysia. The Willis Tower in Chicago is, uh, 1,450 feet. Then the Empire State Building is 1,250 feet. Uh, Berlin Television Tower is just over, uh, 1,200 feet. Then the Hancock Building, which I've also been to the top of, is 1,054 feet. And then the Chrysler Building, which is 1,046 feet. Jeez. Chrysler Buildings in New York, by the way. Thank you. Um, I didn't know. Well, some people don't. (laughs) So the way you said it was just like, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the two lead actresses did a bulk of their own stunts. They were offered stunt doubles, but they declined, which is pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the filmmakers had considered green screen or digital sets, but they ultimately opted for the real thing. They decided to build the upper portion of the tower on top of a mountain so that the actors would really appear to be thousands of feet in the air, even though in real life they were never more than like 100 feet from the ground. In a 2002, sorry, 2002, Jesus Christ, 2022 interview with Find Your Film, Scott Mann, the director, detailed how and why they shot the film on location with the actresses using support wires on a constructed tower versus in a studio. He said, quote, let's be honest, with a film like this, you could go green screen and you could do all of these things and do a studio version, which would probably cost hundreds of millions of dollars just to make it look kind of real inside a studio, because there are very hard things to do in a studio. Bright sunshine, light, the wind, the elements, all the things you don't realize are there until you get there anyway. They are very hard to replicate and very expensive. So we went completely away and we stripped it right down to have a core team of us during COVID time. We had these IMAX-sized cameras, went up and basically found the top tip of a mountain that had this big drop-off. And then we built the tower sections by the mountain that enabled us to film pretty much everything for real with the girls on top of the tower. And then if you ever looked right down, there was an element where you had to stitch in the ground that we had shot elsewhere in the desert to feel it. But by and large, the whole thing is real. It's a real structure. There are really up there. And more than anything, the elements that beat them, the whipping around and everything, they're all very, very real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So this is a really interesting 
bit that I don't think I've ever seen before. And I didn't know uh, the first time watching it. And I made special uh, uh, notice to look to see if I could tell in the second round. But the film's original dialogue included 30 F-bombs. Oh. Uh, which were dubbed out to make the film PG-13 once Liongate picked up the distribution rights. Mm. This was done using an artificial intelligence dubbing technology system called Flawless, a company that was partially established by the film's director, and it alters on-screen mouth movements. And this was the first what? project to use this technology. It took about two weeks to complete, but it was later released uncut on Blu-ray in the UK. But you like Whoa. I, I saw a little clip where they were talking about using this technology and it's really it's really hard to tell that's unbelievable like, that's like dubbing so fuck cool. from freaking yeah yeah <gasps> it was pretty that's nuts so cool um so some of the shots with more explicit gore in them and cursing had to be toned down in order to secure the PG-13 rating by the MPAA. I would like to see, like, a director's cut of, like, what they needed to cut out because I can't imagine it would have lasted more than just, like, a couple seconds because there isn't really a lot of gore in this movie. Mm. Um, But it would be interesting to see what is considered too much that they needed to cut. Mm -hmm. Um, So following the film's popularity from its Netflix release, a sequel was announced in March 2023. As of right now, there have been no developments. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, And then to the weed. So, to watch this movie, I took a 10 milligram gummy of ozone. Um, This is a... Sponsored? The brand... I like it. I like ozone. They're fine. But this is not... If we're going to be sponsored, we're sponsored by Cosmic Green Candles, okay? Oh, absolutely. Uh, But yeah, so ozone is the brand. The flavor is passion fruit, and it is a hybrid. And to record this, I have a little disposable vape by a brand called N-Shine. Um, okay. It is a sativa, and it the uh, strain is gelato something. I remember it being called gelato. The only one I can find on their website is lemonberry gelato. I do not believe that is this flavor, mm-hmm. but I remember getting it on sale. So I think maybe they don't have it anymore. But it's pretty good. It's fine. Okay. I I got the disposable vape because I didn't know if I was going to like it. And then I decided I do like it. So now I will get, once this is done, I will get the reusable one. So don't worry. I'm not just going to keep getting disposable ones. Yeah. But I think that you're, I think that you're being responsible. And you're, and you're puff, puff, passing along. Yeah. It's great. So uh, now that we've spent 25 minutes talking about this fucking movie, let us find out what actually happens so okay i'm ready the movie opens with a sweeping shot of a fucking crazy huge mountain it's insane it's uh, immediately nausea inducing oh okay cool so we we focus in on one of our main characters and this is becky Mm -hmm. and she is climbing with her husband dan and they're making their way up this rock face by the way they're not wearing any fucking helmets which I don't know a ton about climbing, which we're going to get to in a second, but um, I think you need fucking helmets for this bullshit. I was going to say, I feel like a helmet would be necessary for this. Like, yes. Indoors, maybe, maybe not. It depends. But like outside at this yeah. height. Exactly. But they are using they are using like the ropes and the, the hook things. So Dan jumps across this crevasse and 
he's clearly getting a thrill out of it. He's like the daredevil of the two. Um, so while Becky is more cautious and she nervously laughs with the relief when he makes it across, Dam seems to be the much more experienced one. He's the one, uh, he's the one ahead of her. He's like putting in all of the little anchor point things that they need to like attach their ropes to. So he's trying to reassure Becky who's having a more difficult time getting proper footholds. Once she makes it across the crevasse, they kiss and we hear, um, above them, their friend Hunter is telling them to get a room. And Hunter is free climbing this thing with no ropes Go and girl. also also has no helmet and she's wearing leggings and just a crop top. Hunter, there are some things here. There are some choices that have been made. You know, a helmet also, can be a great accessory. Helmet can be a great accessory. You can put stickers on it. It's so cute. Safety is adorable. Um, but also, it's like when you're up at like that height, it's cold up there. So you're in a crop yeah. top? Well, but, but you don't like, want to wear anything flowy, but you don't, like And also you're moving. You're you're exerting energy, so you do like you're working out, so it gets warm. I guess. So That's from what I've heard from the rock climbing that from Michael people that does work out. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much. <laughs> so the three uh continue climbing, Hunter's ahead, like much farther ahead, Dan is in the middle, and Becky is last tied into Dan. So we get a bunch of more like nausea inducing shots of just how high up they are. They're like really hitting home that they are on this fucking mountain. Um, and it's at this point that I'm like, maybe getting high for this movie was a mistake. Maybe like, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but we're going to keep going. So we get this lingering shot from inside of a hole in the mountain. And uh, Dan appears in the frame to put one of his anchor points in to like stick the thing in. So this hole is clearly a bird's nest of some kind, because when Dan puts his hand down, we see some feathers. And so when he reaches to put the anchor point in, a bird flies out and it scares him. And because he didn't get the anchor point in in time, he falls back off the cliff. I don't know how climbing works, like I said, but because he is tied into Becky and um, the previous anchor points, he just dangles there. And he's unable to get close enough to the mountain to actually get like a hold again. So he's kind of free floating in the air. Hunter starts to make her way down to help. And I'm like, how? <laughs> like, yeah. what are you planning on doing? Um, and Dan asks if Becky is secure where she is so that she can unclip him from her rope. And I guess that means he would be able to swing back closer to the mountain using just the anchor point he's attached to. I don't really understand that. Um, and this is, uh, by the way, the anchor point that he's swinging from, we flash to a couple times and it doesn't look like it's holding anyone anytime soon. Like it's like about to come out. Mm -hmm. So she unclips and it doesn't help. And Dan is still free floating and swinging back and forth. The anchor point fails and Dan falls to his <gasps> death while Becky screams, but not enough for someone who's just watched her like husband die a horrific death. Well, how long were they married? I don't I'm know. Kidding. I'm kidding. Say. I'm kidding. <laughs> and then boom, title sequence, fall. Damn. So it was Dan who falls. It was Dan who falls. But this is the, the opening scene in the movie. We're not even at the crux of the film yet. Jesus. Are we having fun yet? I mean, I'm having fun. <laughs> Great. Doesn't sound so, like Dan's having much fun, but no. everybody else. So then we open 
on an apartment. There's some dead plants on the table and a picture frame of Becky and Dan on some winter climbing trip. We get this little Chiron that says 51 weeks later. Also a sidebar. I spent about 15 minutes looking up how to spell the word Chiron, and I'm not even sure if that's the right word now. I have no idea. I digress. So... Anyway, we get some shots from around the house. There is a full sink of dirty dishes. There's takeout food left out. There's a box of Dan's cremated remains still in its like shipping box. Like she's like hasn't had the the stomach to like open it yet. Rough. So um, all the while, uh, yeah, all the while a phone is ringing in the background and a voicemail picks up and it's Becky's dad saying that he's trying to reach out as much as he can, but he can't help her if she refuses to make contact. All Um, right. Yeah, That's but we but we have we have this idea that after Dan died, um, Becky just cut everyone out and went into this deep depression. Yeah, um, and as you would understandable. Yes, and we, we like the the little Chiron we got said fifty one weeks later, so it's almost a year from when this actually happened. So it's still new. So mm-hmm. we then cut to Becky in a bar, sad drinking alone. She drunkenly calls Dan's phone to hear his voicemail message, and she leaves him a voicemail saying that she misses him, and we kind of get the feeling that this is uh, something that happens a lot, that she's called his phone number a couple of times and just left him little messages. So as she stumbles out of the bar, her dad, a very Negan-looking Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he looks very much from, like, Walking Dead, uh, he is waiting by her car. We never get his name, so I'm just going to call him JDM. Okay. So they get in this fight because JDM says that maybe Dan didn't belong on the pedestal Becky put him on and that she should uh, move on with her life. Like, there's more life after this. Uh, I'm making it sound very cold, but, like, he does have some points. Yeah. Uh, Becky says she doesn't want to move on because she still misses him. And she tries to get in her car, but because she's drunk, JDM takes her keys and Becky refuses his offer for a ride and says she'll walk home. So before she goes, JDM says, quote, if roles were reversed, if it had been you that had fallen that day, do you think Dan is standing out here alone, drowning in booze, grief, sorrow, whatever Mm -hmm. this is? He's not. And you damn well know it. End quote. So we get the feeling that Becky's dad was never really fond of, of Dan. Dan. Yeah, I'm getting that yeah. vibe. Getting that vibe. And uh, she, he really wants her to like move on from this. Yeah. Also, is, because I, I feel like this should be said at some point. Um, I am also actively looking at the IMDb page for this movie following along being like becky and then looking at the the headshot of becky and then becky's dad becky's and looking the at the headshot yeah. of becky's dad becky's no, the I know. brunette uh yeah hunter's the blonde but i'm both girls along, are absolutely like, mm-hmm. gorgeous mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yes both of these girls i'd believe if they climbed yes yeah it makes sense yes they're they're fit and they're fierce <laughs> so when becky gets back home she's she's really worked up she's crying um she goes to call dan's phone again and gets the dreaded the number you have reached is no longer in service well yeah so yeah because it's been almost a year so yeah they need that but but that sends her into a spiral and Mm. she goes through her cabinets looking for more liquor and she finds a pill bottle she takes out a few and washes them down with some alcohol as she goes to grab a handful and is about to take them her phone rings and uh 
It's Dan. Quick sidebar. The ringtone is Cherry Pie by Warrant. It's like, she's my cherry pie. It's that song. Okay. This is going to come up later. So it makes sense. So the phone rings and this is Hunter. And she debates answering the phone for a while. We cut to Becky opening the door of her apartment for Hunter in like a, a scene later. Mm-hmm. So it seems the two haven't seen each other for some time uh, because we then see the two girls uh, sitting on the bed going through photos of where Hunter has been in the last year. Mm-hmm. She explains to Becky that she is planning an adventure to climb the B67 TV tower and wants Becky to join. And then they could scatter Dan's ashes at the top. That's nice. So Becky That's says... Cute. Yeah, right? Becky's it's like a closure moment. Yes. So Becky says that she hasn't climbed since the day since that day. And Hunter says, quote, if you don't confront your fears, you will always be afraid. Unquote. True. Which true, but also like famous last words. Famous last words. Maybe start with like something smaller instead of like Like an escalator at the mall. An abandoned T V tower that it's like illegal to trespass on. Yeah. Like maybe do like an actual because she's also presumably Mountain. like out of practice at this point. Exactly, right? But this tower that they're going to climb is like mostly like it's ladders. So it's just it's just really high, but it's not okay. like it's not the skilled type of mountain climbing that she had the terrible accident on. So okay. uh yeah, she says like confront your fears or you'll be afraid trying to convince her. Um she also tries to convince her using a quote of Dan's that she doesn't really remember. Um, But Becky tearfully declines Hunter's offer. The next morning when they wake up, Becky is making coffee and looks over to see the liquor and the pills in her cabinet. Then she looks over to see a picture of her and Dan next to his box of ashes. So she goes to Hunter and says um, the quote that Hunter couldn't remember of Dan's that was, quote, if you're scared of dying, don't be afraid to live, end quote. Which... (sighs) I personally think is stupid. Yeah. Also doesn't really make sense. Typing it out. I was like, what does this mean? Anyway. (laughs) So she then accepts Hunter's invitation to climb the tower saying like, okay, well I'm going to, I'm going to do this for the two of us, I guess. Right. So then they head out to the tower. It's like they mention it's like a six hour drive through the desert. So on the road, Hunter is trying to lift Becky's spirits more by showing her a video on her phone from one of their nights out, like when times were better, Mm -hmm. uh, when Becky was drunkenly pole dancing to the song Cherry Pie, hence the assigned ringtone for Hunter. Very nice. Um, They they laugh about this moment, like talking about like uh becky's like wow i was really hot and and hunter's like oh you still are bitch it's cute so then uh we see that becky is getting a call from her dad and she ignores it so uh uh, after after their fight outside the bar she was like hey dad by the way don't contact me again Ooh, yeah yeah so she like she's on the outs with her dad but also wakey wakey slight mistakey yeah so they arrive late in the evening to a diner that's in the middle of nowhere. Hunter shows Becky some of her latest stunts. She's like this daredevil travel extreme challenge YouTuber. She has like this separate YouTube personality. She explains that like, oh, well, it helps. Like I get paid for this and it funds like my travel. And, you know, like I got to do these adrenaline pumping things all the time, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So Becky's phone is about to die and there's nowhere to plug it in in the diner. So Hunter shows this trick. I'm not even sure that this actually works. And it seems like a fire hazard to me, but um, whatever. P- 
please don't try it i don't yeah, want to know no. if it works don't report back or i don't if care you do try it don't tell Haley. <laughs> yeah don't tell don't me. tell me either but don't tell Haley. so the trick is she removes the light bulb from a lamp that's on the table also i'm calling bullshit on that they're not leaving lamps on tables at a diner but whatever so she unscrews the the light bulb from the lamp and puts the charger into the socket like aligning the prongs of the charger to like the filaments in the the socket and apparently that charges the phone okay that's that's, i don't again don't tell me if it works i don't care yeah okay so i'll never do it i'll find a plug um so the next morning becky has a dream where she's in bed with dan and she says i love you and Mm -hmm. dan is one of those assholes that can't say it back (laughs) so cute i'm starting to not be so sad that dan didn't make it like yeah so instead their little thing is that he like taps her he taps her once and then four times and then three times for the letters in i love you men will literally tap out i love you in morse code before going to therapy it's not Morse code, but it, it's the just the number oh, of... Yeah. I don't know Morse code, man. But you know what Morse I do code know? Is the how to say I love you. I, do, exactly. I know what I it is. You. I'm saying I don't know it. Yes. It's not hard. I love More you More people should say I love you. You don't have to, I love have you. to tap it out. But anyway, it's supposed to be the sweet little moment uh, before the dream turns dark where she grabs Dan's hand. It's covered in blood. She wakes up in a panic. Mm-hmm. Um, so she meets back up with Hunter in front of the motel that they were staying which is i guess is like really close to the the diner it's i can't stress enough how much it's in the middle of nowhere okay um and today's the day that they're gonna do the climb so hunter is wearing a the climb the climb the miley cyrus i was about to say can you almost see it (laughs) (laughs) so hunter is wearing this insane push-up bra under her sports bra and she tells becky it's quote tits for clicks end quote because she's a youtuber so she's like she's doing this for her youtube channel good for her you Um, know i support it yeah she starts to record a video and becky's like are you live streaming and (laughs) uh hunter makes a point to say like no we film first and then we'll post it later so she starts recording this video as an intro while pulling out of the parking lot and at this point you know something bad is going to happen because she's holding the phone like at arm's length out in front of her looking directly at the phone while driving not looking at the road at all and of course a huge truck almost hits them this is a big ass jump scare this is like the one big ass jump scare so don't do that it almost hits them they don't get hit and they're like oh god that was close Good nothing thing bad nothing will happen else, to yeah. us. Yeah. Good <laughs> thing nothing else bad is going to happen to us for the rest of ever. So uh, they drive as close as they can to the tower and they reach this locked gate with this hilarious sign that says no trespassing, which is sure. Yeah. No trespassing. We've all seen that. And yeah. it says danger of death underneath it. Um, yeah, I've never seen that sign. I also, another quick sidebar. Um, I have spelled so much wrong in this outline. <laughs> every other of is od for some reason (laughs) whatever that's so it's fine i understand what it means so hunter also hilariously like uselessly shakes the lock like it's gonna fucking do anything um like can you believe it's locked here let me illustrate how locked it is (laughs) shake the chain so they they decide to leave the car there and they're going to walk the rest of the way to the base of the tower and they mention it's like maybe two miles okay so as they do that as they're like walking through the desert um to the tower they run through their supplies they mention that they have water they have 
hunter's drone. They have a selfie stick to do more like filming stuff. They have their harnesses. And they specifically mentioned they didn't bring any food because Hunter's like, we're going to be back down by lunch anyway. Like, I didn't, I'm not packing food for this. They're so, not me. Yeah. Always, <laughs> at least a granola bar, bitch. Come I on. I need a snack. I need a it snack take like any a quarter room. of the way through. Yeah. So while they are talking about this, they come across some vultures eating a mostly dead goat or sheep. At first, I thought it was a coyote. It was really hard to tell what this was. That's but it's a dead for the thing. best. So Becky shoes the birds away, but Hunter comments that it's survival of the fittest and they would do the same if they were in that situation. No. So I don't like where this is going. Do da, do da. So Hunter posts a photo of the goat on Instagram with a dumb little caption. She gets a bunch of likes because she has like she's, tons of followers. I was going to say, because she's got boobs. Yeah. Well, she has a, it's not a picture of her. It's literally no, a picture of like a disembodied. It doesn't matter. Goat. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so they finally reach the base of this tower. Hunter is filming and like talking to the camera. And all this time, Becky looks up at what they are about to climb. And she starts freaking out a little bit. Um, so Hunter stops filming real quick. She goes to comfort her saying that after Dan, she was like, after Dan died, I was afraid of my own shadow. I was, I was terrified to do anything. I needed to push myself to overcome my fears. Um, and it motivated her to do to tackle even more obstacles or whatever. Right. And Becky mentions this is going to be the first of like a couple of mentions of like you should put that on your YouTube channel instead of like being like your your fake YouTube personality. I don't think this storyline really like pe- like it peters out after a while. It's like whatever. It's not that super inspirational. It's fine. So uh they they have their harnesses on. They okay. clip into each other and they start the first part of, part of the climb, which is a ladder in a very narrow little steel cage. If you want to look up while I'm talking about this, the B67 TV tower or whatever they're climbing okay. in the movie, it is I, it is straight up. It is a teeny, teeny little skinny tower. Oh, that, my like, God. Most like there's a good portion of it that's like within a steel there's frame. No, nah. Yeah. The, you couldn't I've pay heard, me. Well, here's the thing. Another, sorry. There's going to be a lot of sidebars. Um, I, my mom has a friend that is the guy that changes the light bulbs on the George Washington Bridge. And cool, you get paid an insane amount of money to do oh, that. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. sixty thousand dollars a year. So the, yeah. like that's a lot for going up and changing, and changing a light, light bulb. bulb. Yeah, that's yeah. a fuck ton of money. But it's it's dangerous. Yes. And I'm sure the guy, like, I haven't researched this one specifically, but I'm sure the guys that go and change those light bulbs on those, like, radio towers and stuff get paid another fuck ton of money. They get paid. Yeah. yeah. You have to be a skilled person to be able to do this safely. And you've got to be, like, quite frankly, like, willing to do something that most other people would not. Like, most people exactly. are like, oh, I'm not risking my life for this. Exactly. It's terrifying. So, like I said, there it, there's ladders all the way up, but the first part is within like a a steel frame and then the steel frame is uh it ends and it's just a ladder on a pole structure to a platform and then there's another little spire that comes up that actually has the light on it so uh as we're told earlier this is an abandoned tv tower 
And while they are climbing, we get a bunch of shots of rickety bolts and cables. At one point, a rung of the ladder breaks when Becky grabs it, and we uh, are getting stressed. Oh, I don't like it. This is, yeah, don't that like That I don't so do. About, about halfway up the ladder, still within the steel frame, they take a break to drink some water, and Hunter mentions that they have climbed about 1,000 feet, or the height of the Eiffel Tower. Okay. I'd rather Terrifying. walk up the Eiffel Tower. Exactly. To be quite so, honest. Uh, they also mentioned that they could see the diner and the motel in the distance. This will come up later. Oh, no. So they continue climbing. There's more shots of rusted out pieces of the structure, um, a wide showing just how high up they are. Nausea inducing. It's, they get to the this top so of the. Much. Yeah, it's a lot. They get to the top of the uh, ladder, like the end of like and the the steel structure. Around I feel them. like I feel like it needs to be mentioned. Like I'm looking at one photo right here. It's like you can see through the tower. That's how skinny it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot. The yeah. ladder is wider than the tower. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. So they get to the end of like the, the steel structure that would be surrounding them. And where is it? I think it's in the middle yeah, of the so desert. It is. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I said, <laughs> where am I in this? So um, Hunter says the next 200 feet to the platform are going to be the toughest because they're outside of this cage structure. So like the wind is going to get worse. Uh, so Becky sees how high they are. She starts to freak out again. Hunter tells her to focus on something else, something like a nurse. She's like, sing a nursery song, nursery rhyme or some really? shit. Yeah. So Becky. No, no you sing like, yeah, by Usher or something. So that's Becky like, picks. Move. Becky picks the worst fucking nursery rhyme. No, she sings Ring Around the Rosie. One. Okay. Yeah. And that's... gets even more uneasy when she goes, Ashes, Ashes, we all fall down. Fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, why would you choose this? What the are you going to sing one. next? Fucking Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> no. I can't tell you. <laughs> that comes up later. <laughs> Haley's eyes just got fucking huge. Like, that's oh, man. the funniest fucking thing that you immediately <laughs> called that because that comes up later. So, <laughs> so the girls uh, get to the section of the tower. Um, halfway in between the um, uncaged structure of the tower and the platform that they're actually trying to get to, okay. there are these two huge satellite dish type things that yeah. are like sitting off to the side. Mm -hmm. So they get to this area and it's that. kind of like it's tricky to like get around. Understandably. So it's a little bit of a tight squeeze. Hunter makes it first. And is fine. And she helps Becky make it the rest of the way. So then Hunter celebrates um, and freaks Becky out by shaking the ladder that they're on. Girl. So she's she's Why? on the ladder and she's like pushing it back and forth to like, yeah. Um, Don't do so this. So we see that this dislodges a bolt. Right. Uh, but the girls can't see it. I think at one point Becky go, like hears the bolt fall and she goes, what was that? And it's never, it's not mentioned again. Also, so how do you hear a bolt fall? It hit the metal structure. Yeah, but it's like it's small enough that I feel no, like No, they're pretty big. No, they're pretty oh, big. They're hold the bolts are what are holding like, the ladder to the structure. Okay, never mind. I'm picturing like, you know, like a little teeny a tiny, tiny little no. Yeah, like a little lug nut. Cuz it, because it's it's where Hunter's above her and she's like shaking the ladder and that's where the bolt falls out of and it hits the structure kind of near where Becky is. So like okay. that's why she she hears it hit the metal on metal. Damn. So then there's um what's it called? Uh yeah, so we see the, the bolt fall. They finally reach the top of this teeny tiny platform. Um, Which is teeny the, tiny. 
it is teeny tiny. At one point, they say it's about the size of a pizza box. It's a little bit bigger than that, but yeah. it is v small. It is it is too small. It's too small for them to both like sit comfortably. Jack and Rose definitely would not have fit together. No, 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 no. Um. So then there's a montage of them taking photos and videos. Hunter hands Becky the controls for the drone and asks her to get a good shot as she dangles over the edge of the platform with one arm while she is not strapped into anything. She is just hanging with one arm. Why are hot girls always the crazy ones? Also, I will argue it would be so much more windy if they were 2,000 feet up. It is not nearly windy enough in this movie. Like, I understand you need to be able to hear the dialogue and stuff, and they just can't be screaming the whole movie. That's for the best. But it would be so much more windy. And that would freak me out. I'm freaking out just, like, hearing this. I That would be too much. Exactly. So she doesn't have her harness on or anything. She is completely unhinged. Uh, And then she says that Becky needs to do the same thing to conquer her fears. Says who? Yeah. And then after initially refusing, Becky psychotically agrees. Becky, peer pressure, you don't have to give into it. So she does it by like holding, she like hold, she's like holding on to the, the platform, but she's also holding on to um, Hunter's hand. And there's a super tense moment where her hand starts to slip, but she makes it back onto the platform, whatever. Then it's time. They take out the box of Dan's ashes from the backpack Becky says a few words um, tearfully before scattering them to the wind. And she looks over to see that Hunter is crying, too. And Hunter's like, I just didn't expect it to, like, hit me that hard. Like, it wasn't until this moment that I realized, like, he's really, really gone. And, like, we went through this insane thing together. Damn. So it's like this bonding moment between the two of them that haven't seen each other in a long time. Whatever. Okay. They start getting their stuff together to make their way back down. And Becky's going to go first. But after only a few steps, the ladder, like a few steps down this ladder, a huge section falls off and Becky goes with it. And she dangles in the air very much like Dan did in the opening. Jesus. And Hunter almost gets pulled over the edge, too, because at this point, because they're ready to like go down, they have their harnesses on, they're strapped into each other, blah, blah, blah. So right. she's like, Hunter almost goes over the edge, too, because obviously when Becky falls, the rope pulls and it almost pulls her over. But okay. she's able to sit on the platform and hoist Becky back up by wrapping their climbing rope around this, the uh, spire thing that's going through the middle of the platform. It's the thing with the light on top of it. There's no ladder to get all the way up there. Okay. So she's able to get Becky back onto the platform and they realize that the ladder between them and at least the satellite dishes is gone. That's like over mm, 200 feet. That's a lot. Yeah. And they do, they mentioned earlier that they only have 50 feet of rope. Yeah. Oh. That's more so, than 200. Or 200 is more than... You know what I mean. Math. Yeah. The math ain't math. So when Becky initially fell, she also dropped the backpack with their supplies and water <gasps> in it. No! But it landed on top of the satellite dishes. So... Okay. It's, they could see it, but it's out of reach. Okay. So they pull out their phones and they see that they don't have service. Um, they also notice that attached to the, the spire on the platform is this tiny little emergency box that they can open. And inside there is a flare gun and a pair of binoculars. Okay. Beck, uh, Hunter is convinced that the sound of the ladder crashing back down to the ground will have alerted somebody and that help is on the way. I don't know why she thinks this. They drove from the motel a while to where they were. 
Mm-hmm. And they left their truck and then they walked two miles in the desert. So they're they're very many miles away they're from far, anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so they decide for right now they're going to hang tight, especially after noticing that during the fall, Becky received a huge gash on her leg. Ooh. So Hunter takes Hunter has like a um, a tank top on, but she yeah. also has like a flannel. So she takes the flannel off and she ties it around Becky's leg to like okay. tie the the cut it's a pretty it's a pretty big cut on the top of her thigh uh, so and, they're and like fr- that tower is rusty looking so yes. yeah Ugh. it's not gonna do well see this so is why we shouldn't exercise <laughs> exactly they're up there for a while at this point probably a few hours it's still daylight so like it's really hard to tell um but they're just like trying to pass time so becky films hunter talking about why she does all these crazy stunts it's also here that we find out that hunter's first name is actually shiloh yeah i'd go by hunter yeah Um, i am not about to be named after a dog no yeah so uh hunter then confesses that after dan's death she realized how short life is and she wanted to spread this message uh and make the most out of life and it's one of these things again that's meant to be like this poignant moment but it's like pretty generic yeah um so becky says at this point it's been about five hours and nobody has come so obviously nobody has heard the the ladder fall or nobody cared can i ask a dumb question yes um so this is being filmed at this tv tower or this is set at you know what i mean like this is it's an abandoned is, tower. is it yeah. but it okay that's what i was going to ask is it canonically an abandoned tower and it is so never mind because i was like okay knock one of those satellites loose people lose their fucking shit without their cable and then someone will come get you but uh yeah they specifically mentioned that it is abandoned and at one point like when they're sitting in the diner they can see the the light from the tower in the distance and becky specifically says like i like the light's still flashing i thought it was uh, yeah. abandoned but that's and so the planes don't hit it isn't it that's what they say yeah yeah that's what hunter says it's like it's so planes don't hit it because it's so high up so yeah. um they're using the binoculars hunter sees that in the the far distance there is an rv um, but it looks abandoned, so they kind of, like, don't get their hopes up, like, trying to make contact, whatever. So Hunter looks at her phone again for a signal and realizes that they might ha- not have service where they are, but they did definitely have service at the bottom because Hunter posted that Instagram photo and she got a bunch right. of likes. So they know they have service at the bottom. So they try to make but a plan to the get bottom. the phone. Yeah. <laughs> they try to make a plan to get the phone lower to maybe get some service, but... um their first attempt is to like tie the the rope around it and just lower yeah. it down like as far as they could lower it and uh it doesn't work so mm. like what their what their plan is is that hunter is like i have so many followers if i tweet like hey we're stuck at the top of this tower call 911 right. maybe somebody will do it so they're like okay press like send like publish on the message and if we lower it down we'll hear when it went through like that's the theory um okay so there's no other options so i mean like yeah i mean they're doing as much as they can so that still doesn't work so they they bring the phone back up then they make a plan they know they have service at the bottom so they're like how do we get this phone at the bottom without it fucking shattering yes so they make a plan to hunter has a converse on so they take off one of her shoes and 
they were like, okay, well, it's still like too loose in the shoe. How do we pad it? It's she the has the insane experiment yeah. that you do exactly. in, they in middle that. school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They mentioned that. And they're like, well, how do we pad this? And, uh, well, they take off one of their socks and Hunter is like weird about taking off her sock, which is well, something that I find interesting. She's, she's like in a movie where like feet no, 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 no. It's, for free. It's this, it's like, okay, we're going to use, we're going to use her shoe. Okay. We need something to pad it with. And Becky's like, Hunter, give me your sock. And Hunter's like, uh, okay. So she gives her the sock and it's like, uh, it still needs to be padded with something else. Like this isn't working. So then they look at Hunter's insane pushed up boobs and they're like, use the padded bra. Yeah. So they wrap it in the padded bra and the sock and they put it in the shoe. They send, uh, publish on the message and then they drop it. That's but, how you know like, that this is like getting real because she's willing to throw a bra down like 2000 feet 2000 do you know how expensive that shit is especially yeah. if it's like a good push-up bra like she said thank you victoria's secret mm, no we don't claim her yeah no so they drop it but like obviously they don't they can't see if it's shattered or anything they don't no, know they have like, no idea what happened to it so they all they have to do is wait so they wait what seems to be like a few hours and eventually they with the binoculars they see a guy towards the bottom of the tower <gasps> walking around with the dog <gasps> and they're like yeah incredible but uh then we flash down to the ground and we see that the dog is like sniffing around we, we see that hunter's phone is destroyed at the bottom no like, the rescue the rescue message did not go through the bra didn't work no so they try calling to this guy he's on his phone um and he doesn't hear obviously because they're two thousand feet up in the air man um so in a panic becky uh, becky has climbing shoes on that's why they didn't use her shoes because they're like yeah. these really thin material whatever so becky takes off one of her shoes and just throws it down to try to get <gasps> his attention like just try to get his attention like look up and she hits so, him and it kills no. him at the velocity that the shoe goes no all right so he doesn't see it so she throws her other shoe so now we got Girl. one shoe in between two people so the guy sees it but like he sees he doesn't see it actually hit but he sees mm. it on the ground but he ignores it so becky is about She's to shoot the flare gun man. no becky's about to shoot the flare gun but the guy isn't looking so hunter convinces her not to she's like it's a we we have one flare yeah so if we shoot it when he's not facing us we're fucked yeah that's fair so then she looks farther in the distance and she actually sees a guy at the rv that they thought was abandoned oh and um they decide they're like okay we're gonna wait until it's dark enough then we're going to fire the flare because yeah. th one of those guys will see it. Smart. So they wait for a while. They're waiting for it to get dark. Becky wastes her phone battery by oh. rewatching videos from her and Dan's oh, wedding. Becky, fucking stop. Yeah. So she's watching a video of like her and Dan dancing at the wedding. Jesus and she notices Christ. in the background, uh, she sees Hunter in the background with like a weird expression in like this video. No. So, and she's like, no. that's weird so just Haley. then we're gonna get to it were they fucking we're gonna get to it oh, just no. then hunter sees that the men at the rv are packing up so they're like okay now or never we got to shoot this flare so they shoot it up the men notice and they see like they have their own binoculars and they see the women on top of the tower yeah so they head toward them good and hunter and becky are screaming with joy they're so excited oh, they see the men stop at hunter's car no. Where they then break the windows <gasps> and they steal the car. Yeah. And oh. now there's no evidence that they're even up there because there's no there's no car that's just sitting there. Holy shit. 
there's a special place in hell. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. So they Oh, now I'm mad. So they're yeah, they're like, "Okay, well we wasted three shoes, we wasted our one flare, and now we have to spend the night up here." Jesus. So they attempt to like get as comfortable as they possibly can, but they are afraid to sleep because they're they're afraid they'll roll over yeah. and fall off this fucking yeah. thing. So here, turns. here is where Becky sees on Hunter's barefoot a tattoo near her heel that says no. one, four, three. No. <gasps> and that was their special little I love you thing. No. So Becky puts this Who came all the pieces first? together. Who came first? Hunter or Becky? I need to know. Well, she puts the pieces together and Hunter confesses to having an affair with Dan for four months before Becky and Dan got married. Yeah. Oh my God. Becky's dad was right. Did Becky's dad know? I don't know. It was never mentioned ever, but like he, he definitely like had a feeling that Dan was like not a great dude. I mean, yeah. So like as the sun is coming up, they're talking more about like she didn't Dan push and, her off the goddamn the tower affair. after this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they're talking more about Dan and the affair and um and hunter's like it was a mistake hunter, blah, blah, bitch, blah. that's brave and becky's like a mistake is a one-night stand this yep. was four months and you said you were in love with him so yep. that's not yep. a mistake that's no and she and she's becky's like uh i have to know who made the first move and hunter's like i told you it was a mistake like blah 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 and she's <gasps> like who made the first move and hunter's no. like he did oh yeah and she was like it got to the point where I was like, she was like, you asked me to be your maid of honor at the wedding and I, your friendship is more important than like me, my feelings for him. So that's when I ended it. Oh, so like wow. She, Big of you, Hunter. I, yeah, that sucks. But also like she ended it and not the future husband. Yeah. yeah. That's also neither. Nobody's a winner in this. No, like it definitely sucks. And it's icy between the two of them now. And which is not where you want to be because you need both of you to get back down. Yikes. So more time passes in silence and Becky's phone alarm goes off and Hunter's like, what, what does that mean? And Becky's like, I set this when we, when we dropped the phone, it's been 24 hours. So the message didn't go through. Oh, so in desperation and probably some guilt, um, Hunter volunteers to rappel down to the, uh, the satellite dishes to get the bag because their water is in there they need yeah. it but also the drone and they say mm. if we have the drone if we attach a message to it we could fly it to the diner i can still see in the distance yeah and we get to, we can alert somebody so like that's that's literally our only other hope we have no flare we have no like no other options so right. hunter's like i fucked up in this relationship i'm gonna be the one to go down and get the bag yeah you fucking are yeah so, are you kidding so like, she repels girl. down again they only have 50 feet of rope she repels down and she gets like right above the satellite dish but she doesn't have enough rope to actually reach the bag so mm. she crazily unclips herself girl but still doesn't have enough room so to becky's horror she lets go of the rope and swings herself onto the satellite dish <gasps> and lands on it like, oh jumps my on god it. this girl's too fucking crazy i had to pause this so many times because i don't blame I was just you. like That's it was too, too much. it was too too much. too much too much so after she grabs the bag 
uh, Hunter tries to reach for the rope again, but she realizes, like, she's too far away. Obviously, she couldn't get it to get onto the satellite dish. How is she going to get it to get off of the satellite dish? True. So she attaches her carabiner that she had clipped herself in to the selfie stick that she has in the bag and is able to clip the bag onto the the rope. I want to think about the writing process of this because what what did these people decide to like this is like a mad libs situation. Again, this is like there's a lot of like little pieces that end up like making sense to something but like it's not realistic. But, obviously but i want to know because how they this put next these part is together. absolutely insane oh, no. so after she attaches the bag hunter tries to reach for the rope but realizes she's too far she yeah like i said she attaches the the selfie stick her plan then is to jump onto the bag like Girl. just jump into the air onto the bag and have becky hoist her up so she jumps and she makes it and yeah. while becky is pulling the rope up hunter is also climbing the rope and she's about to reach uh, the first, like, there's one ladder section that's left, mm-hmm. and she's about to reach that ladder section, which I then go, why didn't we attach the rope to, to the, the farthest, ladder. the yes. southernest point? Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, I, maybe they were afraid of it being, like, too rickety or whatever, but whatever. So, yeah, she's about to reach Damn. for the one ladder section that's left, um, and falls. <gasps> and, yeah, terrifying it's a terrifying moment becky braces herself to like look over the edge like heart pounding and she sees that hunter landed back onto the bag at the end of the rope felix i agree he's he's but because she fell holding the rope her she has insane rope burns on her hands like she she can't she can't try to even climb this rope anymore yeah no that'll so yeah so Gross. The process now is for Becky to she, Becky has to pull her all the way up. One shoe, two injuries. Yeah, no phone. This is yeah. getting to be yikes. So she gets back up onto the platform, and Hunter's hands are in very bad shape. So she's not going to be fit to do pretty much anything anymore. Damn it! This so is, the sun this is, is so going, stressful. Yeah, the sun is going down. They're running out of time, so they write a quick note on the back of a receipt with eyeliner, and they Smart. send. Right, I've done this. Not for situations like this, but I have done this. Yeah. So they send the drone out, but the drone doesn't even get past the, the gate where the, uh, where they left the car before the battery starts flashing that it's going to die. Yeah. So they're like, well, we can't lose this. So they call the drone back and Becky is able to just grab it as like it, it's dying midair. She's like just able to grab it. So they have it back with them. So the sun is setting battery yeah so like solar battery please yeah so the sun is setting they really don't have any options so they just kind of like lay there in an attempt to sleep again they can't really sleep this is night two Uh, they can't really sleep because it's like too much this is why you tell people where you're going yeah so becky wakes in the middle of the night and sees that she is alone on the platform (gasps) she calls she calls for hunter she gets no answer there's uh the vulture we we mentioned yeah, yeah, the vultures yeah. before like with the the carcass of the the goat or whatever and every once in a while throughout this since they've been stuck up there they'll see a vulture flying around whatever shit but at this point several vultures are dive bombing her and she turns to see one of them eating hunter's dead body oh and then she my god s- she screams awake and hunter is beside her mm. she had a bad dream mm. Mm. so yeah okay 
it's the it's pitch black out it's the middle of the night but the red Wait, signal light rope. above them they still have the rope yeah, they yeah. Have rope. tie themselves to the thing and then go to sleep that's what i thought but i don't know okay um so the red signal light is flashing above them and then becky gets an idea on how to charge the drone hunter's light bulb trick in the diner oh okay. all right okay everything's coming together it's all so, coming together as soon as the sun rises like a bit as soon as there's a bit of light becky prepares the climb to the top of the spire uh it has to be her because hunter's hands are fucked up yep so it's about 30 feet from the platform to the top of the spire where the light bulb is and becky makes it about halfway before she pauses saying she can't make it she's too overwhelmed it's it's really hard climb there's no like she just has to shimmy up this spire there's no ladder or anything there's nothing yeah um so hunter calls to her that um like trying to motivate her she's like it's just like pole dancing it's just like you did like Fucking it's just like you shut did. the fuck up so hunter she sings she sings the cherry pie song to like motivate her to like dumpty yeah uh well i i missed it so when hunter was trying to when she was trying to get down to the bag or when she was trying to climb up she was singing uh humpty dumpty God because she was freaking it. herself you know what? Yeah, she brought that on herself she brought that on herself so uh becky makes it to the top and unscrews the light bulb um but the prongs on the charger because they, they had the charger for the the drone in the bag so the prongs for the charger are too short to reach the the filaments that you need to charge it mm-hmm. so hunter's like you got to use something like metal to like as a conductor to like make it reach so throughout this we've seen that um that becky has dan's wedding band on a necklace so she removes him yeah she removes the necklace uh with the wedding band on it and shoves it into the the light thing and it's able to make it so that she could charge the drone the only problem is she needs to hold herself up there until they have a full charge so she has to yeah hold it there uh there's a montage of some like sweeping shots of her hanging up there for like most of the morning waiting for a complete charge and i don't know like she she's like wrapped around this pole with like her hands like holding the charger down i wouldn't be able to fucking stand there for more than a minute no that's crazy less than a minute no so then the vulture is back and it's God drawn damn. in by the festering wound on Becky's leg. Oh, get the fuck out. Uh, it swoops down several times to like try to like peck her or whatever. Leave her alone. And she drops the backpack in the process. No. And Hunter makes no attempt to catch it. It like falls like right next to her. What a yeah. bitch. Haven't so you done when enough? the drone <laughs> when the drone is fully charged, Becky makes her way back down to the platform and the two decide to fly the note at ten AM which is the the checkout okay. time for the motel okay they still have they still have becky's phone so they can tell the time okay that mis- miraculously hasn't died yeah that's not an apple phone that's for fucking sure it was it looked like an iphone They're, but also mm. like the battery lasting three days Fuck no that. no so they waited out because it's like it, the sun is still rising it's still early in the morning so they waited out and becky reflects about her dad realizing that her dad he was right about dan and she feels guilty about how horrible she treated him and Call Becky's, your dad. 
Oh, wait. No, yes. she can't. Never mind. She can't. So Becky is close to passing out from, obviously, lack of sleep, dehydration, starvation, not to mention the giant cut she has on her leg. That yeah. can't be helping anything. So Hunter tries to keep her talking. Finally, at 10 a.m., they send the drone out towards the motel. Uh, just as it is about to reach the front of the motel. Don't you And it passes dare. over the road. Don't you A truck crashes into it. <gasps> a call back to the morning that they left. This is another big jump scare. And... It destroys the drone. I quit. That was their last. That was their last hope. I'm. They sit I'm in silence. Done. I'm done yeah. with this episode. <laughs> I'm so they sit in silence done. as the sun goes down and they see a storm approaching in the distance. So with barely any strength left, Becky proposes one final attempt, which is to throw her cell phone over, hopefully padding it better so that it doesn't shatter at the bottom. And she asks Hunter for her other shoe. That's all they have left. They have one shoe left, and Hunter says she can't. Then we get the big reveal. Her Hunter never caught herself on the bag. What? She fell on the satellite dish and died. So Becky's been imagining her for the second half of this movie. We get like little flashbacks <gasps> of Becky doing all of this stuff by herself, like climbing the spire by herself, like charging the drone, flying it out by herself. So Hunter never caught herself and died. And she looks over and Hunter's dead body is right below her. Uh, and the vultures are pecking at it. Oh. Yeah. My God. Yeah, big reveal. Holy shit. So night hits and the storm comes and it's rocking the entire tower. And Becky records a message for her dad on her phone saying, if you ever see this, like, just know that I'm sorry. Like, you were right. I shouldn't have pushed you away. That sort of stuff. Very sad. That is sad. So the the next morning... The storm passes, and Becky is on the tower looking pretty dead. Yeah. She's just sitting there laying against the spire. A vulture lands on the platform and starts, peck- starts pecking around at her wound. Not great. Oh, uh, just then, no. uh, Becky grabs the bird by the neck hell yeah. and kills it. Oh, shit. Throughout, throughout the movie... Um, Becky's well, throughout like the second part, uh, Hunter has been... like The ghost of Hunter has been saying, like, you need to eat you need food yeah like and then becky's like there is no food up here we're two thousand feet up blah blah blah. so she kills the bird and she hears hunter's voice in her head as she eats the bird raw for energy oh god that'd make you more sick than anything i think especially a vulture that eats literally dead dead things things. well and it's beating your friend yeah 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 yeah. i'm not into this so we see that she has like a renewed sense of like urgency so she yeah, me fucking energy. She ties the rope to the spire and starts to make her way down to the satellite dish. Um, she makes it close enough to unclip herself and drops onto the dish. Now she has literally no way to get, to get back, back up, up yeah. to the spire. So she's stuck there. So she types out a message for help. She hits send. She takes off Hunter's shoe. Right. She packs the phone in the shoe. Right. No. But that's not going to be enough to no. pat it. So after a tearful goodbye to Hunter, no. she takes the shoe and shoves it into the body cavity where the vultures were eating. This is the gnarliest part. I... And she pushes Hunter's body over with the shoe stuck in her body cavity. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, she pushes her oh over. God. We then cut to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. 
Speeding oh, through the desert at God. night. Oh my God. Oh God. He passes the diner. He passes the motel. Wait, did she text He gets dad? to the tower. Yes. He gets Aww. to the tower that is now surrounded by police and helicopters. And the first thing he sees is the body bag, presumably with Hunter's yeah. body in it. And he panics before Becky runs out to him uh, from an ambulance. Yo, girl, you've been stuck up there for days and you can run? Yeah, I'm right? So and your leg is like, your leg is so like disgusting. <laughs> so they hug, they reconcile. They're like, I'll never push you away again. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. All that, all that sort You're of right, stuff. You're right, Dan and was a dick. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's a voiceover of Hunter's like inspirational speech or whatever they had at the top. It's like you gotta live every day. You can't like leave anything on the table. Blah 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 blah. Roll credits. No, I think that Hunter is the last person whose advice we should be taking right now. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, that's the movie. That's gnarly as fuck. It's pretty gnarly. That's. God, I'm never gonna be able to hear nursery rhymes the same way again. It was also funny because, like, definitely the first time watching it, when they're like, "We're stuck at the top of this freaking tower with no freaking way to get down," and I was mm-hmm. like, "You'd be saying fucking." Oh, I'd be saying fucking every other all word. Are you expl- kidding me? Yeah, I would just exclusively be saying. So fuck. to find to find out that it was like AI dubbed over yeah, was like pretty, pretty funny. Great. Yeah, like so that's impressive that's the movie again was it a fantastic movie no it's not oscar worthy it's not going to win any awards but it was a fun watch did you suspect that hunter was dead for half that time no yeah right like bruh i've seen i've seen a couple reviews online and people like i called it and i was like that's fine if you called it but don't fucking ruin it like that's fine i didn't guess it because i wasn't watching it to like poke holes in it exactly exactly and like i'm just watching it for pure entertainment value and if you're high and you just want to like soak into the couch and just watch this is not what i will be watching absolutely not this will murder me absolutely not oh my god that's so yeah (sighs) it was fun though it was fun that i mean i enjoyed hearing about it (laughs) i would not be able to watch it i'm anxious just from hearing about it yeah it was good but um and my palette cleanser is um cosmic green candles yeah it's true and not working out you know this all could have been avoided this all could have been avoided if you didn't have like an i'm i've never been more happy that i don't have like an adrenaline junkie type thing yeah no i have like i have like a, a a friend who has a friend that is an adrenaline junkie that like has to climb all these crazy mountains and um couldn't I'm so glad i don't have to do that nope nope i could never i absolutely no. could never because like that's too much too much too much Way this too whole much. thing was too much but it was a fun too much i enjoyed hearing about it yeah i yeah. will not be able to watch this movie but can people you don't watch have this to, movie because i told you this if they wanted to is there a place this is not scary no yeah, i'm saying is, is there scary. somewhere to watch the movie <laughs> well yeah i said i said uh when i went through the whole thing you can watch it if you have a star subscription right 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 okay um you did or the, say that this honestly you can find it you can find it elsewhere those things yeah you can also find it elsewhere probably you can find it, but elsewhere. you can definitely like, find it on stars yeah you can uh and i'm sure you can like rent it different places too but true um yeah 
Damn. So that was fall from 2022. If you have a uh, movie that you want me to get high and recap, um, send us a message. I'll see if I can do that. I mean, I'd consider doing like Human Centipede or something. I wouldn't. Um, don't volunteer me for this. You can explain that to somebody else. I don't want to... I will say right now, I will not do any of the Human Centipede uh, sequels. I will not do a Serbian film. Just, I'm not do doing... A, what do you have against the Serbs? What? Have you not heard of a Serbian film? No. Reading the <laughs> Wikipedia She's closing her eyes in, like, exasperation. It ruined, it ruined my week. Oh, shit. It's, it's oh. the worst the worst thing. So this, this movie is called... A Serbian it's called film. a Serbian film. It is not it's, just all Serbian films. Okay. No, the movie A Serbian Film was titled that because he I wanted to myself. make a uh, point. He wanted to make like a political point. Oh boy. So yeah, don't look it up, please. I'm it fine with will that. Will ruin your day, week, month, year. Um, <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. Uh, instead, that's fine. If if you want me to do forty seven meters down, I haven't watched it yet, so like that's the Mm-mm. sister film to this, so like oh, okay. fine. But um, I'll do a B movie. I'll do like Return of the Living Dead. I'll do stuff like that. But um, yeah, let me know if you want to hear something else. And um, if not, this is Spooktober, so we have an entire month of double episodes coming out. There'll be an episode. This is coming out on Tuesday. Guess what? There's an episode coming out on Thursday. Yeah. Get ready for it. Every Tuesday and Thursday in the month of October. We will bring you more spooky content. And mm-hmm. if you are a part of our Secret Satan gift exchange, mm-hmm. you will have gotten your Secret Satan partner. I have had people already privately message me um, what they have gotten their Secret Satan Aww. because they're very excited for it. And that makes me very excited. Um, so we're going to open everything on Halloween during our Halloween live stream mm-hmm. where we're going to watch a scary movie on uh, Twitch. So that is going to be on Halloween and we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com, email crimeculturepod at gmail.com. I've been talking for way too long. So with that, we're going to see you on Thursday. Thursday. Ah, who'd have, who'd have guessed? Not us. I'm still trying to just get over this. Like she fuck it. She really did fuck her husband. She really did. And then she was dead. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. You you deduce what you want to deduce. All right. All right. Deduces. Bye. Bye.